Greetings to you all and welcome to MACT, the podcast, what previously was known as Mono Dialogues with McKenzie. I'm your host, Marlies McKenzie, and I just want to tell you that this was not necessarily supposed to be the first episode of the year, but it is befitting because Valentine's is very soon. It's approaching, right? It's literally tomorrow. So... I am just putting this out there and I know that most of you, if you have been following my social media pages, my personal account on Instagram and the podcast page on Instagram, which is macd.thepod, you might have been expecting a book review on Finding Me. But what I do want to tell you is that the book review definitely is on YouTube. However, the file got corrupted or rather the audio version got corrupted and I figured maybe I don't really want to post the video just yet, of which I thought that's something I could do later. But due to technical difficulties, I will only be uploading that later on. Chances are I might not be, but I hope that I'll be able to upload it so you can also hear what is on YouTube because I mean all my podcast listeners are the ones who inspired me to start a YouTube channel. So also this podcast particularly on Valentine's is not necessarily on YouTube as well. Literally because of the same issues except vice versa. So I hope you do enjoy this podcast and I also hope that you leave me a review and You might want to take this as a sign to maybe get me a podcasting mix or maybe get me a camera or just something, you know, if you have been looking for someone whom you can gift, but unfortunately you don't have a girlfriend or anything like that. I think I might be the sister you want to get something for Valentine's. Anyway, I'm sending you much love and light and I hope that you do enjoy this podcast. Trust me when I say it was made for you. Valentine's, 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 Valentine's Day. I've literally heard so many variations of this word, of course the most incorrect being Valentine's. But I mean, maybe they just literally took the two, the day which refers to time essentially, and Valen, which would I assume be short for Valentine, and they were just like, Valentine's. So it kind of makes sense and it saves time. And I think I read somewhere that it takes about 18 muscles to say one word. I might be incorrect, but essentially it literally was just saving them work and admin. So I want to talk to you about Valentine's. I want to talk to you about the origin of Valentine's Day. The story behind Valentine and a female named Valentina. I want to talk to you about why I think that the celebration or custom is somewhat evil and harmful and that we have we have a tendency as society or rather as the human race to take things on a shallow level and that might be very dangerous because we just take things at face value i was having conversation the other day and i was like i have this idea that we might be worshiping or rather promoting evil without realizing that we're promoting evil because we are so 
because we are so involved in paganism we are so involved and so wrapped up in likability in relevance and all of that so i was like mm, i want to talk about valentine's day and i mean for all the 20 years that i've existed i always just figured that there has to be one saint valentine but it's pretty wild because i don't know why i thought that because there exist probably about 50 peters in the world potentially more i mean obviously more there exist so many joes josephs all of them so then i took it upon myself to go into google and of course what happens when you go into google or when you go into google scholar you will literally find other people other websites that will of course lead you to other people and some knowledge that you really did not know so the thing is we literally have access to all the information we need it's just a matter of am i gonna type it in and check so i will definitely leave the references down below if you're on youtube watching this video i will literally just leave that in the description box down below and if you're listening from spotify still i'll do the same if you're on apple please do remember to write us a review to give us a rating and wherever you get your podcasts really so um turns out no Marlies, there isn't only one saint valentine there's actually roughly between 12 and 14 saint valentines depending on who's counting and including two spanish hermits and a woman named valentina so what was really interesting was oh there's valentina and there's valentine sounds really crazy because i was like what if valentine met valentina and it turned out to be a whole romeo and juliet type of vibe or what if valentine actually just met a mary and mary fell so in love with valentine and valentine was just like you know what i'm head over heels with you so i'm just gonna name you valentina because now you're the female version of me essentially or it could have been the other way around i mean i like playing around with the idea because it kind of seems cool so for those who aren't necessarily familiar with what a hermit is or what hermits are or who hermits are so a hermit is essentially a person who lives in solitude for religious reasons so essentially when you think hermit think monk because if it is not exactly the same thing i would like to assume that the discipline and the core values are essentially the same again this is something that i might be incorrect about but this is also just to give you a general idea of what, who hermits are or what they are rather so essentially hermits and monks pretty much the same thing they live in solitude um for religious reasons so then i'd cool um i'm busy researching and i'm like literally in this whole vibe and it turns out that valentine was a pretty common name i mean i did see already because i was like yeah i have no idea why i thought that at the beginning of this podcast so yeah, it, it seems it was a pretty common name during the late antiquity. Now I'm like, what is the late antiquity? Again, I take it upon myself to research what the late antiquity is. And I just get a general idea that the late antiquity is a period roughly corresponding to the late 3rd century up to the shift 
up to the 6th or 7th century, depending on location. And it is said to have been a period of rapid change and transformation. Then I wanted to know what actually happened during the late antiquity. And it was also said that in the West, late antiquity saw the gradual withering of classical society, government and religion, of which I pretty much figured that religion might be a driving factor or driving force in all of this. And the formation of a strictly Western European Christian society that eventually would, would culminate in the modern day Western European nations. So, of course, also considering that this is something that happened in Rome, and if it's in Rome, obviously we're going to involve the Roman Catholic Church and all of that. And it gets a bit interesting. So already you hear that religion was obviously and definitely a driving factor in all of this. So just keep that in mind for later reference. So as far as anyone can tell, the St. Valentine of the Valentine's Day was one of the two guys preaching the good word in Rome. Remember that we just spoke about how religion was a driving factor in this. So here again, the first thing you get about the Valentine of Valentine's Day is that he was one of the people spreading the gospel, people evangelizing and all of that. In the third century, remember that this third century was the year of the late antiquity or rather the late third century was the period around the late antiquity where that rapid transformation and change took place where we were trying to put um i would i, I want to say rigid um governments in place strict religion and all of those regulations just to regulate society regulate the average human person really so one of these two was martyred on the 14th of february of the year 269 thus giving us the date of this eponymous day right I usually like um, defining words as I go along. I actually like doing that in the early stages of a podcast, but I've just also recently figured that it's kind of cool when you go about doing it in the middle of what you're just saying. So basically, martyred is basically just an expression showing pretended or exaggerated suffering as to obtain sympathy. So that is essentially the meaning of it. It is to be put to death for adhering to a belief, faith or profession. So I might be wrong, but like St. Paul in the Bible and all of the other people who were literally persecuted for being Christian, essentially this is what happened to this St. Valentine of Valentine's Day. So this specific Valentine did not necessarily invent the celebrated day but Geoffrey Chaffer who is an English or rather was an English medieval poet can easily be the reason your boyfriend is stressing over what's what he's going to get you right now on the 14th as he appears to have simply invented the correlation listen so between Saint Valentine and love celebrations this connection appears in a poem by the parliament a poem said to be the Parliament of Falls, written by him, this person who is Geoffrey Chauffeur, the poet, the English medieval poet, right? He wrote this poem in the late 14th century. It's also possible that he drew this connection from other traditions which were 
around years before years before this this particular valentine on courtship traditions so people have been writing to each other to their lovers for years upon years pre-social media and all of that the only difference is that shortly after Shofa, who i hope i am pronouncing his surname correctly or it might be Shofa or shosa mentioned loved <laughs> mentioned love on valentine's day right so shortly after that people started mentioning love or writing um love letters for all of their real life lovers and they began to send each other love poems on the 14th of february so like i want you to notice this habitual pattern leading to this day that we now celebrate it first started off with a person who literally just adopted critical thinking or a person who just figured that this is a day i think we could celebrate or a person that just studied patterns and all of that and they were like i'm definitely going to write something on this as this person started drawing up this pattern this habitual pattern that had been going on of course this whole process was socialization taking place because we are getting people accustomed to this thing we it, it becomes a pattern it becomes habitual it becomes a thing that we're used to therefore it also becomes embedded in our subconscious mind and in our conscious mind to an extent that this is just something that we do and eventually over the years many centuries later we now start practicing these things and these things just come naturally to us. Then, of course, commercialization came into the picture and now we have our markets literally just profiting off of this celebration or of this day. But now you're probably wondering why I think that this is evil. Why I think or rather why i appreciate people who believe that this is a form of paganism and yeah just stay tuned but if you enjoy what you've been hearing till this point that was my watch till this point um just remember to like remember to share and if you haven't subscribed maybe just consider subscribing so essentially, there are many stories. There are so many stories associated with this. When I tell you that I was researching and I was literally like, oh my word, you're lying. The moment I'm shocked and I'm like, oh my word, you're lying. I'm like, oh no, you gotta be kidding me. Bro, it was so wild because I was literally low-key in a rabbit hole and like I clicked on reference to reference, reference on reference, reference on reference. And I was like, this is wild. I need to stick to one story because when you think about it, all these stories are essentially, they add up to one thing. They add up to one thing. It's just a matter of the other focuses on this one particular thing while the other focuses on the other a bit more than the other. So essentially, there are so many stories associated with the origin of Valentine's. It is not... Blanket as the episode we did on the origin of feminism. No, trust me, this one has so many corners. This one has so many variations. This one has, yeah, it has a lot going on. It literally has a lot going on. As I was reading, I was like, whenever I put this out, people might actually think that I'm a conspiracy theorist. 
people might think that I'm one of those hyper spiritual people, hyper religious people, hyper cautious people, and all of that. So anyway, but I think compared to the average person, I probably am that. But anyway, while some believe Valentine's Day to be a day to just commemorate St. Valentine's, whose death or burial um, was obviously on the 14th, others claimed that the Christian church may have decided to place St. Valentine's feast day in an effort to Christianize. Listen to that. Listen to that. I'm going to try and read it. I'm going to try and read it slowly. While some believe Valentine's Day is to commemorate St. Valentine's death or burial, others claim that the Christian church may have decided to place St. Valentine's feast in an effort to Christianize the pagan celebration of St. Lepricia, celebrated usually on February the 15th. So what is Lepricia? It's also another thing that I hope I am pronouncing correctly. So Lepricia or Lepricia was basically um, a fertility. So Lepricia was a fertility festival dedicated to Lupa, the Roman god of agriculture, as well as the Roman founders Romulus and Remus. And now, guys, this is when evil enters the chat. You see, this is when demonic spirits enter the chat, essentially, because it's like, firstly, that should be your first hint. That should be your first sign of evil. That should be your first sign of... But then I suppose other people are gonna go with like, yeah, it's just legends. Yeah, it's just vibes and all of that. But I don't know. For me, I just felt like that very moment was when evil entered the chat. Now listen why. So this is going to get really interesting. And if you still feel like none of this is evil or concerning or disturbing or alarming or anything that just touches your soul and your mind and just be like, mm, it's kind of sending negative chills down my back then i don't know but then to begin with this festival or rather to begin the festival members of the lupa or lupercai or lupa remember this is latin but i think lupa like there's like literally so many variations and i've tried to master the pronunciations but anyway lupercia <laughs> to begin the festival members of the lupercai and order of the roman priests would gather at the sacred cave where the infants Ramulus and Ramus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf or Lupa. Hear that? To begin the festival, members of the Lupraca, an order of Roman priests, would gather at the sacred cave where the infants Ramulus and Ramus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf or lupa. The priests would then proceed to sacrifice a goat for fertility and a dog for purification, which is pretty weird if you ask me and you consider biblical context and biblical knowledge because something something about dogs not ever willing to ever have the ability 
to enter heaven something something dogs will never inherit the kingdom of heaven something something you should find that scripture i will probably put it down in the description down below for you and also remember that this whole festival thing the the church the roman church or rather the church wanted to christianize this whole pagan thing they literally wanted to christianize this whole thing and make it part of a church festivity a church cultural a church memoir type thing so then <laughs> what they would do is they would ship the goats they would ship the goats hide into ships dip them into sacrificial blood and take it to the streets gently they say gently just gently not too much gently slapping both the woman and the crop fields with the goat hide so <laughs> it's wild so you're gonna you're gonna hit women and you're just gonna make it sound nice by saying no man we were just gently hitting them we were just gently hitting them it wasn't a big deal it was just like you know just so they can be fertile and the women the women they, these this is so frustrating actually the women say it is said that the women far from being fearful roman women welcomed the touch of the heights because it was believed to make them fertile in the coming year they also believed that they literally believed they believe that do you see when i when i keep telling you all that faith is a very hard thing that faith and belief is a very hard thing because the things we believe in like i look at people and i'm like i can't believe you believe that do you realize how weird that is i wanted to say another word but do you realize how weird it is that you believe that but then i will try and understand because the society in which we live we're just expected to, to accept everything it firstly started off with tolerance and normalization and all of this but now nah, right now i just have to accept you and your views and everything everything you say is correct i cannot dispute what you're saying because the moment i dispute and rebut what you're saying is the moment i am considered inconsiderate insensitive and maybe maybe something something phobic something something phobic there's there'll always be at the end of the word there will be phobic so anyway this is the part where i'm most likely to keep it moving and listen now this thing is very interesting y'all this thing is very interesting so then what happened later as these women started believing that um these things made them fertile right what they would then do is that in the coming year legend has it that later in the day the young women in that place would just literally place their names in a big urn so that the men could later come and marry them but listen to the thing my thing my thing is this is pretty wild and when the city's bachelors would then come right and they would just choose a name and become paired with female but the females chosen and this would often lead to them being married 
but it's so weird because it literally just said that it would lead it would often lead to marriage and it's just pretty wild for me because it literally just suggests that the first thing is fornication it says that this is something that might lead to marriage but marriage is not guaranteed but it also does not necessarily talk about traditional courtship whereas traditional courtship would obviously be where the female's parents are involved you know like how in some christian churches um if a person if a male person has interest in you they would just um, notify your parents, notify the priest, and then the priest would notify the parents, and then the parents would notify you that a particular male person has taken interest in you and would like to marry you. And you're probably going to be dating for like three months before the actual wedding. You're probably going to be ta dating for like a couple of weeks. So that whole period is then considered your traditional courting period. Whereas as also some Muslim um, families and some Indian families, the female person is not allowed to be with the male person alone because of various things that could happen. Of course, as societies and civilization has evolved, this custom is not practiced as much as it was before. And clearly in the year 269, it wasn't even practiced much. So when did society evolve to the point we're at now? I also don't have the answers to that. But I just found it pretty wild that each year this is a thing that could happen. So now what happens if I put my name in? and a john happens to pull my name out and i don't get married to a john that particular year but next year again that so now assuming it's the year 2023 so assuming that i put my name in a big urn in the year 2022 right and big john comes in 2023 takes the name out and then i'm with john for 2023 but john and i do not get married do not get married so what's gonna happen that at the end of the year 2023 i have to go put my name in an urn again and then after putting my name in an urn probably a joseph is going to take my name out and i am with joseph for the year and joseph can do as he pleases with me like do you do you get how that can be problematic do you get how, are you able to like draw the link between that period and this particular period and how we came to be as a society where we are right now? I mean, it's pretty wild. It is pretty wild. So then Lepertia survived, outlawed as it was deemed unchristian. And I definitely agree with this. It had to be outlawed because it was obviously unchristian. By the end of the fifth century, when Pope, another name i cannot pronounce when pope Cyrillus declared february the 14th saint valentine's day remember the valentine who was killed yeah he declared it as saint valentine's day and it wasn't until much later that the day became associated with love as it was during the middle ages between france and england that february the 14th was basically the beginning of the birds mating season 
adding to the idea that Valentine's should be in the middle of February. Hence, he went with February the 14th. So essentially, now that's when commercialization started started taking place and people started or rather continued writing love letters courting each other being really cute with each other and all of that that is why i suppose um, a lot of people have taken a neutral stance to this particular day because it started off as evil but right now it has kind of balanced out between the negative and the positive but i still think that then in this case it would just be a matter of conviction it would be a matter of discernment it would be a matter of does your spirit sit well with you participating and practicing this particular day or is it just one of those where you'd rather just like sit out or is it going to be what we have done with Halloween? The, and what I mean by saying what we have done with Halloween is essentially if you participate in Halloween and dress up and go to a Halloween party or whatever it is that you're doing, you're essentially celebrating witchcraft. Whether you want, regardless of how you want to go about it, you're celebrating witchcraft. So now I suppose this... Maybe it has even happened, but I want to say, I suppose Valentine's Day will eventually lead up to the same thing where like, it would be a matter of, I acknowledge that this thing started off as something negative, but it no longer is a negative thing. And my girlfriend wants a chocolate, so I'm definitely going to get her a chocolate on Valentine's Day because I just want to appreciate my girlfriend. Whereas you can appreciate your girlfriend on the 15th of February. You can appreciate on the 16th of February. You can appreciate your wife every other day of the year. What makes this day so special? You check. It's just a matter of like, I'm not saying I will never ever in my whole entire life celebrate Valentine's Day. But I'm also not saying that I am going to celebrate Valentine's Day. I just wanted to put it out there. Because I feel that we take a lot of things on face value. We take a lot of things on, we take a lot of things just like literally on surface level. And we don't realize that, we don't realize what we are buying into. So I just wanted to put this out there for you guys to like, just know what it is that you're celebrating or just have a general idea of what it is that you're celebrating so from Mact the podcast it was lovely presenting you with this new information if you had not known about it if you know something about this particular day that I did not mention that might be incorrect or something that you think most of us do not know just something valuable that you want to like bring to our attention about Valentine's Day please just feel free to do so in the comment section i would love to hear from you guys as always man you know like we're all about learning we're all about growing and we're all about bringing you quality content even though sometimes the audio might not be the greatest i want to tell you all that i've been doing this for a couple of years um alone and the growth has been there 
But this year is the year that I have vowed to myself that, okay, I'm in my last year of uni and the main reason I haven't been focused, I haven't been able to like put all of my energy in this podcasting thing is because of my academics, because that's what I prioritize the most. It It's sort of a plan B that takes up a lot of time, like it's my plan A. But this year I've decided that this is the year where I need to like grow where I need to monetize on most of these platforms. So your subscription is very much appreciated. You liking this video is very much appreciated. You sharing this with your friends and just bringing me up in conversation, bringing my YouTube channel up in conversation, bringing my podcast up in, in conversation, bringing my, literally just bringing my creation and my art up in conversation literally makes me feel appreciated and makes me feel that even though sometimes I do not get the monthly subscribers that I want to get, I know that the three people who are actually listening to this and learning something from this, I am literally doing it for you. But at the same time, I'm doing it for myself because this is a passion of mine. I do enjoy speaking. I do enjoy imparting knowledge i do enjoy giving my opinion and i say my opinion because i am not not everything i talk about is necessarily factual that is why when we started off with this podcast we said that it was a self-help podcast and it still very much is a self-help podcast but i also realized that in order to be in order to be in touch with your emotions, you also have to consider other realities. And that is essentially what we're doing. That is why we also changed to Mac the podcast because it is not very serious, but it's also not very lighthearted. So it's somewhere in the middle where it's like you get a bit of feel about everything, you see. So thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you're very much appreciated. And I am sending you much love and light. I am sending you prosperity. I am sending you literally everything positive under the sun. And may the grace of God shine on you. Bye.